Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raph Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raph Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Second to go. Pass. Ha! Got it. Touchdown. This guy has had some year. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen Anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup? Wow, what a drive. Fourth and one. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When everything was on the line for the Rams, Yes, we know it was Aaron Donald. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Yes, the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, just like the Eagles this year. I mean, they certainly tossed aside any semblance of a future to win the Super Bowl this year, right, right, Justin? I was actually thinking <laughs> about that. I'm like, uh, you know, some owners like to like to point that out, but um, maybe they forget the Eagles have the tenth overall draft pick this year and their own draft pick this year. So hopefully the thirty first pick. Look, while thanks, I thanks to, to you're your welcome, team you're welcome. To bump up you're a spot well, yes, there, thank so. you, Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there are. I understand at the root of that discussion by the bitter 49ers of like the they feel like the Eagles are what the Eagles tried to do a decade ago, the super team or right, whatever, right. because of the, the the names that they got on one year deals and the great player acquisitions, not just this past off season or even during the season, but over the last few years they've built it up. To, to this point, but it is nothing like what the Rams did last year right. or over the last few years to get to that point. They mortgage their future. They're already paying for it. The Eagles, while they will lose some people this offseason, yes. are yes. still very much going to be competitive next year. Right. And and you look at it, um, you know, we, we mentioned the draft picks, but on of the starters on offense, only one starter on offense is not an Eagles draft pick. And that's AJ Brown, who they who they traded essentially. Uh, you know, well, they traded this past year and were able to get him, you know, but like he's the only of the 11 offensive. Now on defense, it's a different story. Um, but even there, you know, some of, some of the guys are Eagles draft picks, but some of the guys are guys that they, that they've traded for over the years. But um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how it goes. And yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have been thinking of this, like, you know, we've heard a lot of, well, the Eagles have have the better ro- like they just have a loaded roster top to bottom. They're they're good top to bottom. I'm like, yeah, that's how teams get to the Super Bowl. Not, <laughs> it doesn't guarantee you a Super Bowl, but like, look at the Rams last year. Like we said, like 
they just they had a great roster across the board. Look at the Bucks the year before that. There were some people who were surprised by that that Tom picked Tampa. We weren't at all surprised. No, we mentioned we them like, in the offseason. They are a quarterback away, and they were stacked. And like, yeah, they were a good roster, top to bottom. Yeah. Like, you know, you look look at the last time the Eagles won. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, that the reminds only time me. The Eagles won. Yes, the only time the Eagles won. That reminds me a lot of this one. Like. The Eagles, like top to bottom, had a had a great had a great roster, but like at quarterback and coach, you know, people are going to pick Tom Brady over Nick Foles, and people are going to pick Bill Belichick over Doug Peterson. Yes, like I feel like they're in a similar spot this year. Like people are going to pick Mahomes over Hurts, people are going to pick Reed over Sirianni, but like top to bottom, the Eagles have a good roster. Like, don't apologize for it. Like that's that's what they do. So we are going to do our Super Bowl 57 preview. We'll talk all about the Eagles, Chiefs, and a variety of subjects, topics. But Natalie is joining us again. She wanted to talk Super Bowl. You already are getting fan chats from Nana saying hello. And... You, if we have time at the end, we'll pull out the trivia book and do some trivia. Yeah. Uh, but I know you're going to join us for our Super Bowl preview. Uh, a few other things I wanted to mention. I uh, got an Amazon order this yes, afternoon, yes. D- delivered directly by a new Prime driver, Justin Raffoff. Yeah. Um, so I got a nice little package from from Austin to add to uh, the collection here. Uh, and this is uh, my own personalized uh Henny teddy bear. Uh, well, I think it's actually. Is it? For, I think I think it had started to be Henny, but then I think he made it maze or something. Like <laughs> yeah, because that. Like, so, there's a seven on the front. Right, yeah, well, right. yes, yes, good numbers all around. I appreciate that. So that will be added to the collection and will be on display here once I get the uh, the mess behind me figured out. Uh, that will be added to the shelves on display here in the studio. Uh, in addition to that, it is our 12th anniversary to the day. Now, not the day of our first show. I believe our first show was on the 20th back in 2011. But when Justin and I decided to do this was February 11th, 2011, 20 years, or excuse me, 12 years ago today, well before you were even born or thought of. You had no existence whatsoever, Natalie. <laughs> no, but you you were thinking about me. You, well, thinking you of wanted... maybe one day having someone, but no idea that it would turn into you. But here you are is now. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's 50-50. <laughs> but yeah, Justin and I, 12 years ago today, we uh, had a discussion of we should start a podcast. And I'm not sure either of us ever thought it would make it 12 years. Someone or... just this week asked me, they're like, how did that start? I was like, really? Um Joey sent me a text. Hey, would you be interested in? And I said, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've said it so many times. It essentially is just us putting out there for others to consume of our general discussions via message or in person, just what we were talking sports wise. And it's kind of evolved to become almost exclusively football. Yeah, I mean, we love the other sports, but football is definitely number one. And when it comes to the NFL and Penn State and, and Wilson, which we spun off into an entire new show, which is now entering its ninth season coming up in just a few weeks. What what was it? The Bulldog Hour. Oh, we, yeah. I mean, we, we had Wilson-specific episodes on here before. Uh, we talked about Wilson football and Wilson sports in general. But uh, back at the end of July 2015... I basically told Justin we were doing this Wilson show now in place of this show during the fall. Um, 
And now we're getting ready to start the ninth season of that show. So um, looking forward to adding uh, segments to that show this year. Um, I already told Coach Doms it's non-negotiable. He has a weekly coaches show coming up since he will have so much more free time as he retires from teaching at the end of this year. Um, and it moves into a volunteer volunteer role with track, but we'll be staying on as head coach of the Bulldogs. So I was, said, lots of free time. Time to uh, start the Doug Doms hey. coaches show. So I uh, didn't, wasn't really giving him an option. It was just like, <laughs> just this, is, what, this is what's happening. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, 12 years. I do have something here that I found a few weeks ago last month. It's actually the first 16 outlines of the oh show that we did. What? Um, so I used to print out like a show schedule to keep us, because this is both very new to right. me so and Justin. We didn't like to make sure we knew what we were going to talk about. He would. We'd kind of get have an outline ready, like to start the show, so that we could just kind of like go through and, and know what we were going to talk about ahead of time. Yeah. So the the first show, and, and it was weird because of the the tech and everything involved when we were doing this in 2011. Things were way different than how we do it now. But we had to call in with a phone yeah. to Blog Talk Radio, and that broadcast our our show. And you could listen to it on the on the computer, and it would record. But it was recording through the cell phone. Like that's how we had to call in. It was there was a whole thing, and that lasted for a few years. Actually, yeah. uh, we only discontinued that. Uh, Logan says, "Go Cowboys!" <laughs> at the advent of live streaming across more platforms, we moved to YouTube. I think within the first two months, or at least we moved to streaming in yeah, the first yeah. two months. But it was strictly on UStream, yeah. which was kind of the beginning of live streaming in general before Facebook, Twitter, and even YouTube right. had that stuff. So we've been. At the on the cutting edge of all this technology, uh, hasn't led to huge viewership. Like we're not up there with uh, New Heights, which right, is right. a brand new show, but already is like the number one sports podcast on uh, the iTunes Store on on Apple. So, but uh, it is a phenomenal show. It's been a lot of fun to listen to. It got turned on to it mostly from their mentions of Chad Henney, the Chiefs' backup quarterback, when he threw that touchdown pass in the playoffs that Travis Kelsey caught and. Threw it into the stands, right. and uh, you know, after the fact, was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." That was Chad's first postseason touchdown, and they've been trying to get the ball back. I believe they have. I know they were working on it, but ever since listening to those clips of their broadcast of Chad's football and trying to get it back, I've listened to every episode since, and I've, I've become a huge fan because Jason and Travis are—they're just fun. It's they're entertaining. Yeah. It's very likable. And I know I was defending them on Twitter because I saw people calling them insufferable. And I was just like, just move on. Like, right. they're not ones to have ill will again. Like, I just I just don't get it. But um, I'm very much enjoying their show. I got my sweatshirt on today for a Super Bowl representing both sides. The Kelsey Bowl, the brothers battling first brothers playing each other in the Super Bowl. And Wait, that's the first time this has happened? Like- yeah. The first time brothers played each other in the Super yeah. Bowl. It is, yeah. Brothers coached against each other a yeah. few years ago. But uh, when brothers the, have never played against each yep, other in the Super Bowl. The 49ers against the Ravens uh, about a decade ago. And the lights went out in the stadium. They did. It was yeah. just chaos. Yeah. Insanity. Insanity. But yeah, so quickly. Um, so the first episode premiered on February 20th, 2011. And we did our introductions. Um, but that do you remember what our first topic was? The first thing no, we talked about? I don't. Best quarterbacks currently playing. Oh, And we yeah, each yeah. listed our 
top five, and then we went into our Philly rundown, which we did for a while. Uh, we got to talk about Thon, and also the the birth of Pat and Val's baby is, oh is listed on this. And this was the. Is that uh, Annika? It was. Yeah. That is Annika. It was uh, not quite a week after she would have been born. Oh my gosh. So that was the uh, the premiere episode of the Joe Mays and J Raff show on it, February 20th, 2011. Was it you guys that we saw at, at We were at the dinner, yeah, <laughs> at Stout Tavern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we didn't. Justin and I didn't know, but we each had reservations for Valentine's dinner at Stouch Tavern up in, uh, I guess, Wimmelsdorf. Is that Wimmelsdorf up there? Yeah, sure. I always forget which is Wimmelsdorf. And uh, we were both at dinner and both got the text at the same time that. uh, that Annika was born. So. Right, it's not a real big place, so like our our excitement yeah. kind of filled the room yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so. And uh, here she is, about to turn twelve in yeah. three in what three days. That's crazy. So yeah, crazy, fun, entertaining. But that was our first episode, and I've tried many times because I may have on some hard drive somewhere all those episodes saved, but I haven't gone back and tried to find them. But Blog Talk has them all technically archived on their site but every time i try to download those early episodes it gives me an error Mm -hmm. so i don't know if i'll ever be able to pull that off and grab some of those early episodes and play clips especially like when we do a top five that would be really interesting to see especially when it was current right see how it how that played out you know here now over a decade later but a lot a lot of fun those early episodes things have changed a lot over the years but uh, it's been fun, and I, we don't have any plans to stop anytime soon because I think we both really enjoy it, uh, especially now with you, Natalie, getting involved and having fun talking sports. And Austin was here a few weeks ago, and I'm sure we'll get him back on the show again sometime soon. But um, he's been begging me the entire time. <laughs> well, it'll happen, Austin. Well, that's what we'll I make tell him. sure. I'm like, I'm like, we'll make sure it happens. Yeah. yeah. We've done it for 12 years, and there's no. Um, there's no end in sight. So uh, before we dive into the preview, I have a story that I've been meaning to tell. Um, Neither of them have heard it. Only my dad knows about it because it happened right in front of him yesterday. And this will lead into our discussion because it will be about why I'm not cheering for the Eagles. Well, no, why I'm not cheering for the Eagles because Chad's on the chiefs and I want Chad to win. So, um, but it just reinforced my position of cheering for Kansas City in tomorrow's Super Bowl. Because yesterday, I was leaving work. It was a little after 3 o'clock. I was running late to go and get Natalie and Haley later than I want to be. Uh, as you know how crazy the school area and parking lot can be trying to get over there and get situated. So I'm walking out talking to my dad. And I am wearing my Zach Thomas jersey. Because thankfully, late Two nights ago now, Zach Thomas was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which if you've been listening to the show... He got the knock on the door. He got the knock on the door by, um, well, I guess technically he was inside and walked into his family, as we'll find out tonight, actually. That airs an hour special on the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, finding out that they made it to the Hall of Fame. Those videos are awesome. I remember the first one I ever saw was the Jason Taylor one about six, seven years ago when he got elected, who is or was at one time, I'm not sure on the situation right now, but Zach Thomas's brother-in-law. And that was was fun. But I think it was done differently then. They were like, they had the finalists all in a hotel or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, and like, it was, weird. It was it, weird. That's how I think the knock on the door came about because yeah. they used to get like all like ten or fifteen and it's, finalists. And it's not together. the same guy. That guy retired, right? The right. guy who's like six nine. Like yeah, he's, the he's, huge, yes. huge guy. Yeah, I forget his name. 
So it's a little bit different now. Right. And I think that may have started when they moved to this NFL honors I format think so. about I think so. what was that about four years ago, four or five Something years like ago? That. Three, four years ago. I forget exactly, but now they drop in on these guys like a week or so, two weeks before the NFL honors. And then the, them and their whole family have to keep it a secret. And I've been devastated the last three years when Zach Thomas was named a finalist and was not selected. His first year to be a finalist was when the Chiefs and 49ers were playing in Super Bowl 54 in Miami, which would have just been perfect. First year he's a finalist, get elected when his jersey number is the Super Bowl and it's in the town where he played basically his entire career. Didn't happen. Really disappointed. Well, then two more years passed where he's also a finalist and gets passed over. Um I've put it out there. Other people have put it out there many times as why not only was he deserving, but deserved to be in well before Some this point. Right. Well, I, I hate to get into that because yeah. I don't want to disrespect anyone. Right. right. And and not so much that, but like we, we also every year, I know you and I talk about like, oh man, you're adding so-and-so to the list. Now you're pushing it, these, it's these making people it tough. Well, yeah, look at the wide receivers. Look at how far back the wide receiver log now is. It's uh, <laughs> yes, Austin. You will be on the show. We 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 did the trading cards the other month. We'll make sure we get you on the show um, when we next time we have like a weird afternoon show because right. I know Sunday nights are tough unless we do it in the summer. But we'll see. Hopefully, but before then we'll be able to have another afternoon show. Maybe we can have Natalie and Austin on together yes. and talk about a topic. But uh, well, guaranteed, it's it's happening. Write it down. But yeah, so. The Hall of Fame, I'm super excited that Zach Thomas is making it. I'm going to the ceremony. I don't know who's going with me, how I'm getting there, what I'm going to see, but I'm going. I would like to go to the game on Thursday and at a minimum the induction on Saturday. So that's something that will be in the works. I didn't get to see Dan Marino this because this was during college. It was it was finding money and, and places to lodge were issues, you know, when you're, I don't know, 18, 19 years old or whatever it would have been. I guess he was inducted. So, yeah, it would have been 19 when he was inducted. So traveling that far without knowing anyone or anything or having much money was going to be difficult. So I didn't get to see Marino go in. I was actually working the day that that, that happened. But I'm going to see Zach Tom. I told you that four years ago when he was a finalist. I was like, I'm going to see him get inducted. So he's getting there. What does this have to do with my story? Well, I was wearing his jersey at work. I went in and got it, wore it. Uh, didn't wear it around the grill, not getting all greasy, but I wore it throughout the day when I wasn't busy with anything that could make it dirty. Put on my jacket, walk outside, talking to my dad, going to get the girls, cross the street. My dad's yelling to me. And a car is sitting outside the shop. I believe he was just inside and he was in, he was in his car eating, but I could hear, he's like connected to like a call and it's super loud. Like the, the speakers are jam packed that I actually stopped talking to my dad once. I was like, what is that noise? Right. Right. Like when you hear like, yeah, it's like blasting. I mean, it's so he was either listening to music really loud or on Bluetooth, but the speakers were like screaming. Right. Right. And I finally realized it was, I was like, okay, like whatever. Didn't matter. Talking to my dad the the car that noise stops the car pulls out and all of a sudden slows down he rolls down his window oh, no. and i'm like i guess he needed directions or something like he's still like eating okay. like you can see he's still eating and he, and he looks at me and he goes who are you guys playing on sunday and i know right away like what he's talking about i'm right. but i'm playing i'm playing dumb i'm like me who am i playing on sunday he's like no who's that who's that jersey 
I'm like, the Dolphins? He's like, yeah, who are you guys playing on Sunday? And, and I go, and I go, are you an Eagles fan? He, he goes, go birds, and drives <laughs> off. And like before he could drive away, I goes, that sounds about right. <laughs> I literally have no idea who this guy was. No idea. See, I, I hadn't even seen him inside this, this the shop. This reminds me a lot of, like, a lot of times people are like, why why do you not like the Steelers so much? <laughs> and it was my time in, in Pittsburgh. And distinctly, like, it, it came to a head probably before this. But, like, my junior year, the Eagles made the Super Bowl and the Steelers lost in the AFC Championship game to, to the Steelers. Or, sorry, the Steelers lost to the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. And I'm wearing my Eagles jersey that Monday. You know, like I'm wearing Eagles jersey to class, and everybody's like, "The Steelers or the Eagles are going to get destroyed by the Patriots. They don't have a chance." And my only response would be like, "What chance do the Steelers have? Like, better chance than the Steelers? Like, and just like I wasn't going to get into it because like it, you you understand it's 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 futile. But at the same time, you're like, whatever, like well, whatever." Yep. Yeah. Like my, when my dad didn't like hear the entire exchange, right. he was like, "What was that about? Is he giving me problems about your jersey?" I was like, "Well, sort of, like in a right. way." And right. I know but it's like, just supposed to be playful, but you can always tell, like, when you and I have a conversation, it's different. Well, and we than- we talk about this all the time, and like we talk about it with you and me. We talk about it like with with your dad. Like I give you a hard time, but like I'll take a hard time from you. Like. Same with your dad. Like, I'll give your dad a hard time about the Cowboys, but I know he'll give me a hard time about the Eagles. Like, that's just, but that's, that's like the understood part of it. Also, we know each other. Right. So, like, at the same time, like, I don't do it randomly because I don't want it randomly back. Right. right. You know, like, either way. So, like, well, and, and I know that I wish that was a more generally understood concept. It, isn't always. I mean, and you, and you nailed exactly what I was going to say. One that I know it's not limited to a Philadelphia fan base, and I don't like no. when people say that about Flyers, Sixers, right? You know, Phillies. Like, oh, Philly fans, Philly fans. Be like, dude, I've been so many places, and right. Philly fans are not any different, right? But this has also proved my point about Eagles fans. Not not to say they're different than the others, but no. why I haven't right. been an Eagles right. fan, right. and the things you just said. Popped into my head right away because I immediately was like, this guy is a many words that I don't want to say right now. (laughs) But the worst part of it is he'll be a hypocrite. He'd be the first one whining and complaining if a Cowboys fan did that to him. Right, like or, he or would be the you, one, or if he'd you be guys the are giving him a hard you know, time when he walked in the shop. Like, you could just he, tell, he, like, he was yeah. beer muscles, right? Like, right in his car as he's driving yeah, away, yeah, yeah. Right. And that leads me to my final point. <laughs> and this will hurt Justin. Oh, gosh, I hate go birds. Go like, birds, I hate it. <laughs> Do you know why I hate it though? Because I never liked Fly Goes Fly, I found that annoying, but it was Fly mostly because. <laughs> 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 it was mostly because that came about or was more in the front of me and all around me when I was in my anyone but the Eagles phase for the first 20 years of my life, you know, through the through the 90s and early so, 2000s. I've got two guesses on the Go Birds. Is it from the Vikings thing with the with the kid who was like, Go Birds? Oh, like, I mean, that I mean, yeah, well, I, but I, also, like, I just like, uh, right. Is it because there are lots of birds? Yes, that's what like. <laughs> 
That's what I don't, and I know I, I I'm did, well. At least the Chiefs aren't birds, like because right. that would that would like, be really right, stupid, right? Yes. Like, but that was my point, and I wanted to bring like that if, up. If 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 my prediction had been completely yeah. and they were playing Eagles, the Ravens, Ravens and people were going go, go birds, birds all the time, that would drive you but, like, even more. Into the thing, but what also I think proves my point there is I feel like there's a huge set of the fans that like it wouldn't matter. I'm like you're literally not telling us what team you're rooting for. <laughs> And right now, because I know the two teams that are left, I get it. But also, yelling "Go Birds!" There are four, what, at least four other teams, right? So I think that of, are birds. I think of that in college sports with Go State. Uh, yeah, I like, know. Not, I, not all the time, not all the time, but like Go State. And again, I am usually in and around. I know what people are saying. Like I'm aware of it, right. but like I'm like specifically. Please be just, right. Please, please narrow it down. Please, right. be, yeah. please narrow I, it down. I know what I know. What teams are birds? There's the Falcons, Eagles, Ravens, and Cardinals. You're missing one. Which one am I missing? Seahawks. Seahawks. Who yes. I guess technically isn't a real bird, as I've been told, is an indigenous people symbol, right? Is it taken I, from a totem? Well, and I believe it's. I think it's ospreys. Might, may be known as Seahawks. Oh, are they to, region, some, like, to some people? I I don't know the whole story, but yeah, it's kind of like an you, animal that flaps its wings you would, and you flies. You would know this because you've been on that wallop trip and ah, did yes. the stuff with, with there are a lot Mr. of birds. Doms that <laughs> there is no seagull. No, there is not. There are gulls, very many gulls, lots that live of near gulls. The sea. And you sea better be able to figure are, out the difference are, between is all a of them. generic term. Yes, um, correct. So they're like birds. birds. <laughs> So there are five different bird mascots in the NFL alone. So I would rather hear fly equals fly than go birds because it just, I can't, I just don't wrap my head around it. There are so many teams that are birds. I also hate when people refer to the dolphins as fish, but that's getting very scientific. Is, right. But that, that also bothers not, me too. Dolphins are not fish. They are not fish. Correct. And you know, who's one of dolphins the worst at dolphins. that? Uncle Rich. <laughs> Are you there, uh, Uncle Rich? But I know Patriots fan who didn't even make it to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. shots fired! Man, uh, I, I know squish the fish just sounds good. It's just incorrect. What? It's better than what? squish the aquatic mammals. Like, just yes. doesn't roll off yeah, the tongue as yeah. as well. A little tougher, a little tougher. Sure. I don't. I don't want squish the fish. That just sounds. Weird. It sounds disgusting, huh? Yes. All right, so that's my story. That is, I mean, I was already rooting for the Chiefs, but if there was any possibility for me to be happy about a Chiefs loss tomorrow, that's out the window from random guy on the street uh, poking me. And, and I, I get I, it. I wanted to engage in a conversation with him because I knew that I would defeat him. Right. Uh, it was just evident. But we all know that's not what he was looking for. No, he was just looking to be obnoxious, and that's exactly what he was. But... All right, Natalie, let's uh, move on to our Super Bowl preview. Eagles, Chiefs, do you have some information for us? Yes, or I where do. Where do you want to start? So I just want to start with, um, I'm sorry, Daddy, but the Eagles are definitely most likely to win the Super Bowl. And why do you say that? Because they have they have the better, they, I feel like they have the better offense. Okay. I know Chad. Chad's there with the and Chiefs, Mahomes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, um, we have we have um, um, we have Jason. 
Kelsey? Yes. The center? Yes. And he's he's really he's really good. Do you I think he's the best center in the NFL? That depends. It depends. Yeah, that depends. I think he's one of the best centers in the yes, NFL. Yes, I okay. I do. We also have Hurts. We have Jalen Hurts, okay. the quarterback. You're saying we a lot. Are you cheering for I've, the Eagles? I've never, I've never no. been more proud. <laughs> I feel like she's setting me up to like smash me down a little later, though. But. All right, so so you like you're a Jalen Hurts fan. You think he's good. You think he's a good. Yeah, quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. But like, he he hurt he hurt his shoulder. He did last or almost two months ago now. Kind of a little bit of a down a downfall. Like he's healed now. He's going to play. You think he's a hundred percent? You think he's fully healthy? No. You don't think he's fully healthy. I think maybe he's like 90%. Like okay. his well. shoulder could mess up and it would set the Chiefs up for a win. Yeah, that would be tough. Uh, we saw oh, yeah. in the last few weeks this season when Jalen got hurt against the Bears, his shoulder, he missed uh, three games, I believe. Minshew won one, and th- but then lost two. Uh, and Jalen, since he's been back, has been able to win games. But I feel like most people have said it didn't look like he was 100% quite yet. Now, he had two more weeks off, and he's looked good when he's been back. It's just they feel like maybe the play calling or his style of play hasn't been exactly like it was for the first you know, 12, 14 weeks of the year. So we'll see how much of an impact that has. Um, I, I guess with a quarterback and the running style, I saw, I believe, Jalen Hurts combined regular season and postseason and now has the second most rushing attempts in a season behind only Lamar Jackson and his MVP campaign from about three or four years ago. So the odds of a re-injury, I guess, are pretty high. However, in this game, Natalie, I think the Chiefs quarterback's dealing with an injury too. Yes. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? He has a high ankle sprain. Mm -hmm. And do you think he's fully recovered yet? I do not because that is more of a recent injury mm-hmm. it happened it, it happened in wait, was it against uh, the jackal uh yes it was yep, yep. yeah in the wild card round right that's how we yeah got that, that, was, and that was only like <laughs> that right. was only like what a month ago uh, uh yeah about three weeks three three weeks or so i guess but i guess um, i guess it was technically four weeks ago now because we had two weeks be- to lead up to the super bowl and then we had the conference championship Divisional, yeah, but that would have Wait, been. Was that the that, divisional round? Or was that, that was the divisional round because they had the bye. Oh, right, they had the bye. You're right. right. Yeah, so it was three weeks ago. Yeah, I keep. I was thinking they've had to play in the wild card. No, they had the bye. So yeah, three weeks ago was that injury, and I I feel like more often than that when we hear high ankle injuries, it's usually like a four, four to six, to six week weeks. At, at, you know, and sometimes they got to go in there surgically to I'm help the healing it. process. I think he's. I think he's perfectly fine. You think he's perfectly fine? You I think, think he's better than he was? You just. <laughs> Jinx it. Thank you very much. I, I think he, I think he's better. I think it's healthier than when he when he injured it. All right, Natalie. How about in terms? So you right, you see, think you think the Eagles have an overall better offense? Yes. You think Hurts and Mahomes are about equals? Yes, I do think they're very good, and they've also had um, injuries this season. But overall, I think the Eagles are are more likely to win. All right, so you have MVP Patrick Mahomes, MVP runner-up Jalen Hurts. Also, I think Offensive Player of the Year, both of them were in the top five, I believe, for Offensive Player of the Year. Which went to won Offensive Player of the Year? Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. who Uncle Justin has been on here uh, making fun of before. 
for the reasons that he doesn't think he should win Offensive Player of the Year. Well, that I may have mean, just been our in our chat. I don't know. I if just he was mean on the like show. in their most important games, he did absolutely nothing. Right. Like all year. And we and I was in agreement with him, but I wanted right. to throw Justin. Don't get me wrong. Bus. He he's great. He's great. Arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Mm, yeah. But the problem with a wide receiver is they're only as good as the quarterback who can get him the ball. Right. Like and and Kirk Cousins is now a much better singer than he is quarterback. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those where in the biggest games, Jefferson was limited this year because yeah. the Vikings were limited. That's just kind of how it was. Natalie, how about offensively or stay with the offensive team? Running backs. Who do you think has the better group of running backs, the Eagles or the Chiefs? The, I, uh, I like I, – I stand by my previous statement. I, do, I still think that the Eagles are going to win, but I do think – in terms of running backs, that the Chiefs have the You better. like the Chiefs running backs? Yes, I do. Who on the Chiefs do you like better? What do you mean? Well, I mean, do you like Pacheco, McKinnon? Who, like, do you think one of them is going to have a bigger game than, than your Eagles running backs? Who are Edward your... Talaire might be back. I oh, think... Right, that's true. Who, who are your Eagles running backs? Do you um, remember? Uh, I can't. Hold on. I think I made I made notes about the running backs, so I know I know facts about them, but like I can't remember them. What was one well, one of them was? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Come on. It's Miles Sanders, right? Oh yes, that was the one that I was thinking. Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell, and then for the Chiefs, you have Isaiah Pacheco. Jarek McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who was just activated off IR, and I don't know how much of a role he'll play in right. the, in the Super Bowl because he hasn't played in a long time. But uh, those are your two running back groups. I think where the Eagles have a clear advantage is along the offensive line. Natalie already mentioned Jason Kelsey, but Lane Johnson and Jordan Mailata are two of the best, if not the best, left and right tackle in the game. Uh. And uh, Landon Dickerson, who I assume is fully healthy from his arm injury that he suffered in the NFC Championship game, is developing into one of the best guards in the in the NFL. So I know the Chiefs have made tried to make an effort to improve their offensive line over the last two years. If that was sort of their downfall against the Bucks in the Super Bowl two years ago and the Bengals last year, and their center. Who was Jalen Hurts' center at Oklahoma? Right, Creed Humphrey is actually PFF was the only center rated above Jason Kelsey. Okay, this season. well I, they're both really close, but they're the top two centers in the league. Which, as an O line guy, I know you you like that. Yeah, I do, and I, I love the pick of Creed Humphrey because I believe he was a later pick than Landon Dickerson was at the Eagles. I he went so. in the second round, Dickerson, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think Creed Humphrey was a fourth or fifth rounder. I think. Probably. I think I could be completely wrong on that, but. They they brought in Orlando Brown. They traded for him a couple years ago now. The line still isn't quite there. You still see Mahomes running around a lot, and they haven't been able to develop a great ground-and-pound running game. So the, I, the Eagles definitely have the advantage on the offensive line. I also, in terms of weapons, the wide receivers absolutely go the Eagles' direction. Which is, I think, honestly, when you combine that, is the reason Mahomes won MVP versus Jalen Hurts. Because I think people looked at it 
both players had a phenomenal well, and, year, but look what Jalen had and, and look the, what Mahomes has. The high has. profile of losing Tyreek Hill. Right. Like he yeah. lost oh, Tyreek yeah. Hill and his numbers went up. Yeah. Now, in part because Mahomes had a great year last year. It wasn't as just otherworldly as some of his other years have been. So people are like, oh, remember last year we had multiple conversations. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Not yeah. us, but like the, the out media, there yeah. were conversations. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes as they still made a deep playoff run? Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah, the loss of Tyreek Hill, the distribution of targets and receptions amongst so many people that don't strike fear in opposing defenses. Right, right. Because the rest of the guys are mostly rehabs from other other spots. Not not all of them, but like Kadarius Tony, right, was lost in New York, right. And and I'm okay that he's out of New York because I feel like if he he was in New York now with Dable from the beginning, I know Dable's the one who sent him off. Yeah. But like if he was there from the beginning with Dable, I think that would have worked out differently. And I'm okay that it didn't. Um, but. Yeah, he did nothing for the Giants in a year and a half. Absolutely nothing. Right. Uh, Juju was had his moments in Pittsburgh, but um, you know, it has it it was different after Antonio Brown was gone, you know, like in in Pittsburgh for Juju. So like they've got a they've got a few guys who were the other guy, you know, but they also have Kelsey. <laughs> like Right. So Outside of Travis Kelsey, though, like I feel like that's the only offensive position I give the Chiefs a clear edge, and I, I don't, I don't dislike Dallas Goddard, but Travis Kelsey maybe is probably the best in the NFL. Oh yeah, he absolutely. <laughs> so is. He absolutely like is. no, no disrespect to Dallas Goddard, but Travis Kelsey gets the edge there. Right. Eagles have the offensive line. Eagles have the overall receiving group. When, when, especially if you just look at the wide receivers, because AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, that one-two punch is is electric. Devontae Smith going to be. I I thought I had seen the fifth, but I saw fourth other, today. Other places I've seen fourth. Yeah, fourth person. The fourth person to win Heisman national championship and, and a, super a super bowl. bowl right imagine if you do super bowl and super bowl mvp just that, feel like that it, list gets really small it's <laughs> really tough to win the mvp as a wide receiver because the quarterback's got to get you the ball right so unless unless he would catch two or three touchdowns or do something in the in the return game i don't know does he have I wonder many who won, does he return i wonder who anything? won the 2006 i wonder who won the 2006 super bowl mvp because that was the Roethlisberger's first, but that was where Randall L threw the one touchdown, like for on the like the reverse. Um, so just you talking about in Detroit Super Bowl forty? Yes, yes. Just, just was it was it Heinz Ward? It could have been. It could have been. But like, I'm just thinking like Roethlisberger didn't play out of his mind that game, so it could have been someone. Other well, than didn't San Antonio Holmes win it? Or did Roethlisberger win it when they beat Arizona? I feel like Roethlisberger would have won it in that game, but maybe the Holmes had that late tat. That was San Antonio Holmes, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, he had the toe tap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it, it's hard for a receiver to win without the quarterback. It's happened. Yeah. It's happened. Yeah. But I feel like quarterback, it's um, always, it's yeah. always gonna. They're always gonna get the benefit of the doubt when it right. comes to that. But so offensively, we give the edge to the Eagles yes. overall. How about defensively? What do we defensively? think defensively? Who who's got the better defense? Did you get to look into any of that? I've. I only, I really did only the 
offense. You do the offense? All right. Well, Justin and I will talk a little defense. You can listen along here and chime in with anything that you may have overheard or or saw while you were doing your research. Defensively. Uh, before you say anything, I do have I do also have a story. Oh, about, you have a story? Okay. Yeah. I I was at school the other day just after the Eagles won the championship game. And everybody's wearing wearing Eagle Eagles jerseys. Go birds. How did that make you feel, Natalie? Um I was kind of just the only person wearing a plain shirt, but <laughs> There were. I was not the only person not wearing an Eagles jersey. I, there was, um, a, there was a boy in my class. Um, he was wearing a Mahomes jersey when he came to school the next day, and we had gym that day, so we were going to gym. And it, this is a few days after, and we're all taunting this girl named Charlotte in my class. She because she. Hates the Eagles. Anyone but the Eagles for her. And, and who does she like? I'm get. I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. That's where we're going. Um, All right. And we're taunting her. And Mrs. V, um, our gym gym teacher, she's like, "Well, I suppose you know a team who's better than the Eagles." And she straight she comes out and she says, "The Cowboys and the Giants." You did tell me that story. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about defense in the Super Bowl. So the Eagles have been outside of the hiccup where they were getting run on for a bit, which prompted the signings of Limbaugh Joseph and Dominican right, Sue. Right. Which, again, not to sidetrack it completely, but in part, like, oh, you know, they're going and getting these guys. Anybody could have signed. They were street free agents, right? They, Sitting around right, doing nothing. Right. They didn't have to give up anything for them, right? You know, like now I understand, like you know, if the Texans call Indomik and Sue, he's not going to answer. Like, you know, like I, I get that, but well, I think they both said that it would take to, took basically well, a special team well, to get not? them off the why couch. I, you probably saw the thing Ross showed today about how like Indomik and Sue is the highest paid defensive player ever in the NFL, like over a course over of the course contracts. of his career. Yeah. yeah, not not this year. <laughs> but, like, over he the took a whole of bunch career. of that money from Miami. So yeah, but there you uh, go, another uh, former Dolphin to get a ring. Yay! <laughs> uh, outside of the issues they had earlier in the season that they tried to plug immediately. And then the hiccups against the commanders, that was their yeah. – I feel like they're only one true loss because it's tough to pin the Cowboys' loss on them without Jalen. Yeah. And same thing with the Saints game. They turned the ball over four times in that game. Like, that's crazy. And the same thing with Saints. Like, yeah. you're doing that without Jalen. So then that's one of the reasons that I feel like the pressure is all in Philadelphia because when they're fully healthy, they were wire to wire the best team in the league. Like, bar none. I, I don't think it was – honestly, I don't even think it was that close. In the last calendar year plus, Jalen Hurts only 26 lost two and games. 26-2 or something like right. that. He lost to the Bucks and he lost um, to Washington. To Washington. And besides Limbo Joseph and Dominican Sue, the biggest offseason acquisition was Hassan Reddick. There's a few others too. Like we're not right. mentioning James right. Bradbury, who's – he will not be back next year, right. I, I doubt. I right. just – he's going to be able to get paid somewhere else. But he's here now helping them possibly win the Super Bowl. But Reddick is the bigger one. He he was drafted by the Cardinals, yep. spent a few years there, I believe four years there. They didn't pick up, I think, his fifth-year option. He's out of Temple, 
Mm-hmm. Went to Carolina on a one-year deal last year. Back free agency, Eagles pick him up, comes home, and has a mammoth year. Like, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it was on display against the 49ers. I and mean, he's the reason that Purdy's knocked out of the game. Right. He, and he was he was just a menace the entire time, not just in the NFC Championship or the playoffs, but over the course of the entire season. It's incredible signing by Howie Roseman. And the defensive secondary, which by and large for many years had been an issue, even after they traded for Darius Slay, there were still problems there. Yeah, because and Darius I know a lot Slay of it was, was the only dude back. Well, there, and a like, lot of that was injuries and things right, like that. Right. But I mean, just yeah, to look at where ago, they are now. A few years ago, I think they started like eight, eight different yeah. like safeties or something like that. Like, it, that's, yeah, it's you're not going to be successful. So at that point. they have been, by and large, healthy. Thankfully for them. Darius Slay is one of the best. Bradbury's having a great year. They've gotten Avante Maddox back, who has developed. Uh, kudos to their player yeah. development system. It, depending on where you classify Hassan Reddick, whether you just think of him as more of a, a a rushing defensive lineman or edge, you know, that they call right. them. The only area that maybe you could point out, and I don't want to use weakness because I don't think it's weakness, but it's linebackers still. But that's kind of a running joke with the Eagles. Is like right. they don't. Well, and they haven't taken a linebacker in the first <laughs> round in 40 years. Right. But even then, it's not as if the Chiefs flaunt an incredible group of pure, true linebackers either. Right. Right. They're well, like hybrid guys or in, edge rushers. In today's NFL, I say this, although my team is a good running team. But you look at it like you're not lining up in traditional like four three defenses right. a lot anymore. Like you might for some downs, but you're basically going like heavier nickel so much more than you normally would. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, teams are going to invest in that third slash fourth DB more than they are at some linebacker spots now, just because of the depth and number of guys you're going to be running out there. Now, I think the Eagles have some promising guys there, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how it comes down tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm, I'm worried in the Eagles ability to tackle tackling, not, not being there, right. Making the tackle and not necessarily the guys up front as much as let's just like when a guy gets the edge or when a guy, you know, they get a short pass. Like if they catch it after three yards, you got to tackle them. Or if the running backs, like I, I, I watched Andy Reid coach for 14 years when he was in Philadelphia. Like when it, they may not try to line up and just run the ball, but they're going to do those short swing passes, you know, where they got the, the running backs going out of the backfield, get them in space. Like that's fine. You got to tackle them. Cause yeah. if you don't now it's 15, 20, 25 yards, a pop instead of and three to five. And that showed up at times infrequently, but at times a few games this year, I mean, just th- I think it back to that McCaffrey run against them yeah. oh, early in the game yeah. uh, two weeks ago in the NFC championship game. Like no one could tackle or wanted to tackle. It was right. just super weird. Right. If those flaws show that's, 
that's an issue right. when you have Travis Kelsey running down the seam or you have the likes of Pacheco right. and McKinnon out in open space, especially Pacheco, right. who has been a, a great revelation for them this yeah. year, rookie out of Rutgers. It's funny. I've been playing against him, I feel like, for the last eight years on uh, NCAA football yeah. as the rosters have been updated. I feel like every time I play Rutgers, Isaiah Pacheco is having some wild and crazy game against me, and now I see him here in the NFL uh, doing that for the Chiefs. And I do think I think that is one of the pressure points for the Eagles. The one thing that could be their undoing, I think, is missed tackles. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like that against like in in terms of the Eagles so much. I feel like that's an NFL wide thing. Like any well, game we watch, we see it in we, high school and in middle right, school like, too. It's just guys, you know, guys missing tackles, and because they're trying to hit big. And I get, I've never been out there trying to tackle an NFL caliber offensive guy. You know what I mean? So like I, I get it. But like, man, when when guys like wrap up in the NFL, it works so many times. Now I also know like when you're running up and trying to get up against Derrick Henry, it's not as simple as wrap up. Yeah, you know, right. like I, I I understand. But just just wrap up. Right. How hard is it? But so many of the times, I'm just like, here's the thing: you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to like make a huge tackle. You need to slow him down. So that the, everyone flying to the ball can keep him from breaking loose and right. making a big play. Which is always the thing that we preach at, to our middle schoolers. 11 hats on the football. Right. Everyone get to the and ball. If the Eagles are flying to the ball, I'm more confident. Gang tackling. Right. That's, that's what you have to do. So we'll see. In terms of, you know, if, if you would list the positions, who has the edge? The Eagles have the better secondary. The Eagles have the better defensive line. This is the toughest one, but I still give the, the edge to the Eagles on the edge, mostly because of the year Hassan Reddick has had. But, you know, Josh Sweat has been very good. Depends where they line up Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. So I know some of the Chiefs guys have had great years too, and they great rookie pick at Karloftis out of Purdue. And Chris Jones, uh, Frank Clark, uh, but – even as how good the Chiefs' edge and defensive line players are, the Eagles, I believe, are the better group of talent there. Uh, I, I think maybe true traditional linebackers is where you could see. Do you, I, I don't even know that you can give the edge to the Chiefs. It's just I don't think either group right. is outstanding. Right. But overall, and this leads me to where I'm going with this, I feel like in almost every capacity, the Eagles are better. I mean, they went, what, 14-3? and three. Throughout the year, and two Hold of those on. games missing their quarterback. All right, I'm going to say this very, very clearly. The Eagles have only won one Super Bowl. <laughs> He's That's aware. That's true. <laughs> I also want want to say that um Kenneth Kenneth Gainwell right he hasn't he hasn't have like. Any re- very very recent injuries? No, I don't think which so. Makes which makes him le- less gullible. Which not gullible. What word am I looking for? Susceptible. Yes, he has the better chance of doing something awesome. Oh, you think Kenneth Gainwell could be an yes. X factor for the Eagles? Yes, I could he's see a, it. Imagine odds you can bet on Kenneth Gainwell. Super Bowl MVP on my on my screen and like almost everybody on the screen 
has had an injury in recent times, but like Kenneth Gainwell, no no recent injuries. All right, well, you heard it here first. Kenneth Gainwell, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Kenneth Gainwell might have a big day. That would so. be incredible. I'm all for it. Um, so I'll start us off here, Natalie. You can go next, and we'll let Uncle Justin finish, okay? All right. So maybe you give the edge to the Chiefs in the kicking game, maybe. I don't know. It, like so special teams overall. Over the place, but special teams overall. Not to overlook. Eagles, Eagles might Hunter, have Sippos, Sippos back, yeah. which would be huge. And also, if if they could manage to not, not get hit the, the guide wires. wire in, yeah. in there this week, that would be fantastic. Uh, I don't – again, I feel like the return game, especially if they throw a wrench in there and change up who's returning right, them. Kobe might be out. Right. So Devontae Smith may be returning. Yeah, so I don't I, – I feel like I have to say a push on that just because I feel like it's a Super Bowl. They could change things up a little bit. I, I think that's a push there. Special teams, I, I may give a slight edge to the Chiefs if Sipos is rusty or doesn't play. Right. But again, I think that's very much a push. Right. I, I don't, I, I don't see either team being much better than the other. But the rest, I give the edge to the Eagles in nearly everything, except for tight end. But again, Dallas Goddard's no slouch, and quarterback. But again, Jalen Hurts, <laughs> like, and I think most people, and I'm sure the Eagles wanted him to win MVP and Offensive Player right. of the Year. And not to take anything away from him, but I do just think Mahomes has the slight edge. Well, and if, slight. If he doesn't get hurt and they and they go sixteen and one, no, there's no guarantees that he would have played in that. Right. But you know what I mean. Like if they go sixteen and one, he probably he does probably win. wins. You yeah. know, he probably does win. But again, that's very close to a push or a toss up. Everyone awarded, but the two things I give the Chiefs the edge to are slight, very very simple. Whereas the Eagles have an absolute edge on the offensive line. The Eagles have an absolute edge at wide receiver. They have an absolute edge at defensive back. Kudos to the Chiefs using all those rookies. And hopefully yeah. Legarius Snead can stay healthy. And holding healthy. the Bengals to 20 points? Listen. Great. I mean, Steve that, Spagnuolo that's crazy. is a great defensive and coordinator. Every, they remind me so much of the old Colts from two decades ago where – the defense all year, you're like, ah, defense, I don't know defense, if they can get defense. it done. And then the defense would get better as the year went mm-hmm. on. Like, yeah, there they are every year. So to me, it's the Eagles game to lose. Like, it really is. And I know I, I feel like a lot of people think that I've seen more of national media pick the Chiefs than I expected to see. Right. But by and large, by the numbers, I, I can't know, pick the Chiefs. All, I, I, all the Niners are telling me the Eagles don't have a shot. I cannot pick the Same Chiefs. Same with the Giants. I look. I want to pick the Chiefs, and I want the Chiefs to win. I cannot pick them. Like, I just can't. I, I have no reason to. Just with everything that's out there, both statistically, player matchups, Mahomes is more injured than Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen's pretty close to being a hundred percent healthy. So, unfortunately, I am definitely going with the Eagles here. I the, and the other thing that I've also been seeing, which drives me bonkers, and if. If there were more fans like you, like it would make you feel even more anxious about the game because yes. I've seen so many Eagles fans who think this will be a blowout. Right. Like right. I mean I mean I don't mean winning by like 10 points. I mean winning by like four or five touchdowns. No. Like I, I well, I saw there's someone not a chance. There's not there's not a that won't happen. 
That Someone happen. first comment on the Reading Eagle post about Chad Henney being in the Super Bowl is great story. Birds by thirty, <laughs> and a, a kid I graduated with from high school who I believe is an Eagles fan. It's like, dude, why do you have to do that? This is why people don't like Eagles fans. <laughs> and I want to be like, he's not wrong, right? But and it, yeah, I just think back to, and I have the same thing when I go. In that, you and I think so much the same about a lot of these things. Like when, when I go to a Penn state game and people are like, I just don't see, you know, especially when they're not playing like Ohio state or Michigan, you know, they're playing like Michigan state. They're like, we're so much better than this team. Like we should absolutely beat them by like four touchdowns. I'm like, have you never seen a Penn state, Michigan state game? Like this, the chance that they could blow it out, but like the chances are some backup quarterback is going to come in from Michigan state and throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Like, have you not seen this movie? We've all seen this movie. Like, don't do this. This is why I hate student sections and why I hate general fan bases. And that, that's not a Penn state thing. That's not an Eagles thing. That's just in general. It drives me bonkers. It's not, it's not even like a bandwagon thing. It's just not everyone can be hyper-focused or that's their number one thing in their life. And I get it. I don't blame them for it, but then don't run your mouth about it. Right. Don't like, be so confident about your opinion right, on it. Right, yeah. When you know nothing surprise, about it. Surprise, surprise. There's people that go out there and talk about things and they have no idea what they're talking <laughs> about. But like I feel like you and I are always very pessimistic or Well, I was uh, thinking cynical. of the thing you sent me just I think this morning <laughs> or late last night. I'm like, expect what, the worst and then yeah. like And then when the worst happens, you'll be okay about it or something. <laughs> right, right. Like that. Yeah. Be, yeah. Then when the worst happens. You can be happy a, knowing that you were right. You were right. Even though the, the, worst, <laughs> Even though thing the worst thing happened. Right. Yeah. That's essentially uh, how how I go about my life is right. expect the worst so that when the worst happens, you're happy about it because you knew it was going to happen. And I feel like that describes my fandom, my my sports interest for every level from Wilson all the way up through uh, the professional leagues, whether it's the Dolphins, Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, whoever, Penn State football. I, I just i am always like, well – Literally, what is the worst that could happen? Let me list all the things. This is my sports anxiety that we're talking about. But but then I see people who are free of those I sports anxieties. It. I don't get it. And, and maybe they, they they either do two things that well, one, they're either right and look brilliant, which I hate. Two, they're either wrong and don't care, which I also hate. Um, third, they just don't care. Like it doesn't matter. Or or they're hip, or they're hypocritical and they immediately like hedge like they're like well that's because of the, you know they go on a tirade of di- discussing of why they weren't right when they were so confident that they would be right but you mean like saying oh uh, well if our quarterbacks wouldn't have gotten knocked out in the <laughs> nfc championship game we had them right where we wanted them <laughs> yeah. or uh or commenting on random stories about local people by birds by 30 uh <laughs> yes. i would like to find that guy after the result of the super bowl and just see what his headspace is like although but. if the eagles win by 30 i'm going to go on and uh <laughs> Uh, I, I, screenshot. I, I don't want that to happen, not only because I don't I, I would not want to see a dominant Eagles victory like that. I, I don't want to see an Eagles victory at all, but I don't like that because the game wouldn't be interesting. I'm okay with it. <laughs> for for thirty one for the fans of thirty one other teams. But also it's gonna bring in the discussion about Mahomes and Reed in the Super Bowl after the way they lost to the Bucks two it years will. ago. Yes. 
Uh, and especially because then people will be like, well, you know, they also had to have a crazy comeback against the 49ers. Like right. as if that, right. as if that Super Bowl trophy doesn't matter at all. Like, well, they had to do it. Yeah, they did but it. That's people all that matters. seemingly forget that was Kyle Shanahan who has a history of doing these things. Yet everybody just overlooks that and talks about how great he is. Oh, no. There's one guy on Twitter that remembers every single thing <laughs> that Kyle Shanahan did wrong. Or even if it was the right thing, he was pretty sure it was going to be the wrong thing. I have since had to unfollow it's him. Your boy. Because it was, it became so overpowering that I just didn't, I, I, I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I'm not, I have no, I don't care about the 49ers at all. But watching, like going through my Twitter feed when the 49ers was playing was, oh, it, it was bad. I've told you about it multiple yep, times. Yep. I just had to be like, nope, I'm out. I, I can't. So I was glad that I didn't have to see that when the Eagles beat them and Purdy was injured and Shanahan made mistakes at the beginning. Whew, yeah, that was rough. But so I'm I'm picking the Eagles. I do think it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to pick the alleged elite script score of 37-34. I don't know if you've seen that you floating around. Happens. Um, I I do not. I will not pick it that. I don't think it'll be that. I can't see the 49 or excuse me, the Chiefs giving up 37 more plausible, but the Eagles giving up 34. I just can't can't see either of those things happening. I think both defensives have enough talented players to keep the offense a little off balance at time. I could see it be a like a defensive slugfest early. Like we could get a lower lower scoring first half, but then it becomes like the Super Bowl between the uh Patriots and Panthers, where all of a sudden a bunch of touchdowns are scored late. So I, I could see the, the game ending up maybe getting into the 30s, like 31-27, some, something like that, uh, or, or high 20s, you know, 28, 24, something like that. I just – I don't see both teams getting in the 30s. So I'm going to say – I'll say 28-24 Eagles, 28-24 Philadelphia. Where do I sign? I'll, I'll sign on for that All right, right Natalie, now. how about you? We'll let Uncle Justin – he'll have the last word since it's his team. What what are your predictions for the Super Bowl? I know you, I know who you told me you think is going to win. What do you think the score will be and who's going to win? Um, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be um the Eagles. Go Birds. <laughs> Eagles Eagles 7-17-27. Eagles win 27-17. Yeah. So the I'm okay Eagles win 27-17. All right, 2-0. Okay, so <laughs> the one of the things that I texted you about the other day that I was going to save it for the show, I, I agree with you. When I go through spot by spot, like I feel like the Eagles are better. And you know you know that's eating me alive. You know that's eating me <laughs> right, alive. Right, because it goes back to that sports anxiety right, we just talked right. about. Like I, I wanted – I wanted to break out my underdogs shirt. You know, I want to break. I, I not that. this year. Right, right. Last time the Eagles were underdogs in every playoff game, even though they were the one seed. Every one. Not this year. Now, again, there were other circumstances there, but that's not the case this year. However, there are two spots where I just can't give the edge to the Eagles right now. And and that's not a knock on the Eagles at those two spots. It's just because of what the other spots for the Chiefs have done. And that's quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and head coach in Andy Reid. The problem I have is if you were to pick the two most important spots, <laughs> like if, if I have to pick what two of spots do you feel like we need to best at? Now, some people might actually pick the line, like and I, and I get that. But if you have a great I mean, line third, and, yeah. and nothing, right. But like, okay, but if you pick – 
quarterback and head coach, most people are going to be like, I'll take it. And I think that's what scares me is that might be enough. Like Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid might be enough because I think both of those guys are great. And I think I, I know the talk is like, well, Mahomes has only been a few years. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And so is Andy Reid. And I talked about this last week. Like Andy Reid is a surefire Hall of Fame coach. And if he gets there now, like oh, if he gets he a wins second, this one, it's right, sealed. Right. It, First it, ballot. To me, First as ballot. soon as he won that Super Bowl, he was guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. If he gets a second, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. So it, that's that's just the part that like I'm like, oh man. Like, however, I feel like the and that's not a knock on Sirianni, who I who I like, and it's not a knock on Hertz, who I really like. Um, I just I think they're gonna get it done. And I've gone back and forth. You know, I hedge as much as anybody, not in the Hopefully not in the negative sense that we've talked about before, but like, you know, I pick against the Eagles all the time just because I'm like, well, at least then I'm right, you know, if they if they lose. But because I picked them in July, like because I picked them in July, I I can't I can't hop off of that now. I'm gonna go Eagles 34, Chiefs 27. All right, 34-27. So we're all pretty close in terms of score. Natalie was a little lower, 27-17 Eagles for Natalie. I went 28-24 Eagles, and you said 34-27. So we all think it'll be a good game, no more than 10 points spread. Not the birds by 30, as I've been seeing people although, say. Although, if we're going to deviate from our predictions, I'd be okay with it to go that way. Right. Well, and also, we also always like I don't like care to talk. if everybody's bored. I, like, if the Eagles are winning, I don't no, care. No, I completely understand that sentiment. No, I, I know. It. I know. But if there was, like, if someone were to say the Super Bowl will be a blowout, who wins? Eagles. Like, see, I view it the other I way. I cannot see the Chiefs blowing out the Eagles. I just can't. I, 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 it's hard for me to wrap my head around that happening. That makes me so anxious. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. all I have to say to that is go birds. <laughs> all right, Natalie, anything to wrap up? Do you want to quick do a, a trivia yeah. question? I know you were anxious to do that. So, why yeah. don't we, uh, uh, wrap up your uh, your Chromebook notes and get out the pro football book that you got for your birthday, and you can hit Uncle Justin and I with uh, one or two trivia questions before we uh, finish the show. Okay. All right. So I know for a fact some of these I've heard seen multiple times. Well, right. So maybe we'll let Uncle Justin answer since I already. No, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a know it all because I've already answered the questions and know the answers. So. I don't know. Well, I might not re- recall all of them, but I, you know, I'm going to have more of an inkling than Uncle Justin if it's a tough one. So, okay, well, the, the you, first one's an only Uncle Justin because I read this one to you multiple times. All right, well, go ahead. Who was the M- MVP in the Saints' only Super Bowl appearance? Drew Brees. Yeah. Who, we always say this, we saw play in yeah. Philadelphia. That year. That year. And we both knew right then and there that Kevin Cobb was not the answer. I also, I, I remember saying to someone, you could hold up an index card at like 35, 40 yards away and Drew Brees could knock it out of your hand. His 10 out of 10. His insane accuracy was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we got to see it. Yeah. Like, like 12 yeah. rolls off the Man, field. Like we, we've been to a lot of big time college football games. You go to an NFL game, you see how it's a different world. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. All right, Uncle Justin got that one. Let's do another one. Okay, so I just want to say it. It says, did you know that the Saints joined the NFL in 1967, but they only 
won one playoff game in 39 seasons before Drew Brees became the team's quarterback. Yeah, wow. And then the city was wiped out. The eights. New New Orleans played in the first Super Bowl in the history of the franchise in 2010. Yep. That left only first and four, only that left only these four NFL teams to have never played in Super oh. Bowl. Can you guess them? Yeah, let's see if Uncle so Justin four to never play four in that Bowl. have never played in a Super Bowl. Not not only in a Super Bowl, not four that have never won. Yeah, a Super not Bowl. not not one. Right, only ones right, that have never played in. Because I think Minnesota has never won. Correct, but they've played in. You are correct. So let's I think they see. played in four. I think they're own four. Okay, so let's see. Um, and I'm just trying to go through logically here, like because I don't know them off the top of my head. So the Jets have been there, the Patriots have been there, the Bills have been there, the Dolphins have been there. Correct. Eagles have been there, Giants have been there, Washington's been there, Cowboys have been there. Correct. So it's none of the East teams. Steelers the best, have been there. The best, best, eight um, best. Browns, one of them. Browns are yes. one of them. Yep. Brown is. Bengals were in last year. They were in twice previously too. Yes, yes. Um, and the Ravens have won, so it's not them. Packers, Lions. Yes. Okay, that's two. Yep, that's two. Bears have won. Vikings have lost. Packers have won. And we already talked about the Lions. Yep. So that's, you're at two. Right. Cleveland, you honestly got the two harder ones. Oh, Jacksonville. Yep. And Houston. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are the okay. first two. The, the expansion right. teams. Carolina's yes. been there twice. No, once. Twice. 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 Because they lost to the Patriots and they lost to right. the Broncos. Right. So... Yes, the Jaguars have not made it. They've been in the AFC Championship games, haven't won. They, the um, Texans have not made it. And then the two harder ones were Cleveland and Detroit because they've been around for so long, right? Which right. contributes to their well, I don't fans' I'm sure, unrest. I don't. I would assume Detroit has like an, uh, a championship. Or oh, I think championship they have an thing. NFL World Championship. They and just I know Cleveland played. does because, right. like Joe and I in college, used to be they like, beat the Eagles, like, didn't they? I, didn't probably, the Browns beat and, the Eagles? And I think did the Eagles win the year before it was the Super Bowl? I think the Eagles might have won well, the World did, Championship. Well, they the had year it. Before. Well, they won it in 1960, but right. that was like, about seven years before it, the Super right. Bowl. Right? If it wasn't, it was like some of those right before the Eagles had it, and it's like, come on. But, oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know um, the status of all um, the NFL World Championships, anything that dates before the Super Bowl, but um, see if uh, there's a, a list. But you're right. The Eagles were very good before, right before the Super Bowl. Um, here, the history of the National Football League championship. I just need a list. Here we go. List of the NFL champions. So, you know, Giants won in 27. Packers, you know, we all know all about the Packers. They won three in a row, 29 through 31. The Bears are on there to win in 32. Um, so 33 to 69, which is basically the NFL right before and technically the last three are Super Bowls. But um, right before – They just renamed it. They just renamed it, right. So the last – where is it? Because the first Super, 69? first Super Bowl, the Packers won. Right? Yes, the first Super Bowl, the, the Packers won. They beat the Chiefs. Um I'm trying to wear – I know the Eagles are out here. So the Eagles beat the Packers in Philadelphia at Franklin Field on December 26, 1960. Uh, then it went Giants, 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 Browns, Browns, 
Cowboys, Cowboys, Browns, Browns. So okay. it wasn't about okay. a decade it, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't about a decade before. But there, like the Browns. The Browns were so good that, back then. So that would be what Joe, yeah. you know, Joe's right. like. Yeah, okay, yeah, but we won't, we were really good right before they just start calling it the Super Bowl. I mean, they were really good. I mean, look look at – so here, the list right here. In terms of winners, the Browns won four times and had seven second-place finishes. They had 11 appearances in the championship game um, with in the 50s and 60s, like right before right. the NFL right. took off with the Super Bowl in the, in the 70s. Um, so I think technically the Super Bowl was in 1967, right? Because I, I, I don't, I, I thought it was. <laughs> These are listings. So, but there were still separate NFL. Like the two leagues were taking their winners and playing each other. So they yeah. were still a separate NFL yeah, championship. Was yeah. the first Super Bowl, and I thought that was the Packers. So, oh, maybe they're it doing. Was. Okay. It was the Packers. Oh, okay, yeah. The Packers won the first two. I was, I thought the colors meant who won, but it it doesn't mean the colors are who won. Um, the colors are. Is that for the league? Based on division or conference, I guess. So that that's what was confusing. Oh, okay. Um, I, I thought I thought blue was the team that won, but it's not. The winning team's on the left. So, yeah, the the yeah. So December thirty first, nineteen sixty seven, Packers beat the Cowboys. Um, January first, nineteen sixty seven, Packers beat the Cowboys. So Packers won the right to play the Chiefs. Then the Packers won the right to play. Who was in the who did they beat in the second one? Thought it might have been the Vikings or someone like that, but I don't know. No, I don't. I think the Vikings were later. Let's see. Hang on. Oh, that's gonna bother me. I'm I'm getting it. Who was Super Bowl two? Packers over. Have to be an AFL team. Because it was it was Packers over Chiefs in the Super Oakland Bowl Raiders. One. Packers over Raiders in Super Bowl two. Then. Jets over Colts, yeah. right? Right in Super Bowl three, and then you get the first Vikings loss in Super Bowl four. Right. Okay, I knew it was early, so it was early. yeah. But yeah, I mean the Cowboys had that win the nineteen sixty NFL championship. Uh, Browns were great in that the last two decades of the of the NFL before the Super Bowl before the merger, but Browns not making the Super Bowl. Lions. I, Who's closer though of the of, of those four teams that haven't made it? M- next year, Jaguars, Lions, Super Bowl, could be like as crazy as that sounds. Like I don't think it's gonna be quite there. I no, hope Detroit no, wins like, the, the North. That would be great. I think it would be a disappointment if those two teams didn't make the playoffs. I, I agree. I, like, I agree. I know that's a jump, and and you need a continuation for for the Jags, but. I would say it's they made the playoffs this year and they won a playoff game. It would be a disappointment if they don't make it next year. And for right. the Lions, I mean, I feel like that's the next progression. They they missed out because of a team losing. You know, or you know, they needed help on the last weekend and they didn't get it. Yeah. All right, Natalie, last question and then we're out of here. We've only done two questions. I know. I said we'd do two or three. So, okay. let's do uh, one more. All right. I need a, I need to find Oh, you don't have it. You you you're supposed to have these ready. What are you doing over there? You're too busy putting mini helmets on your head and then dropping them on the table. I need to get one that I think you don't know. You think I don't know? I thought you oh, would ask Oh, I know what I wanted to say to you while she looks for the question. I know the Eagles have the loaded roster, but they didn't win a single individual postseason award. 
No. Right. You know, like they were close in a bunch. Right, right. And and I get it. Like Mahomes had an MVP year. Like the, there's nothing wrong with that. What Brian Dable did with the Giants is good. I think it's also more of a statement about what the Giants were before. You know, like right, yeah. Um, in my opinion, Doug Peterson was coach of the year because not only was that a bad team, right? It but they were so off, much like that team and culture were so bad, so bad. There are countless articles about how bad that was. Um, so like to me, that's it. But I'm I like I like Peterson. Obviously, I have ties to that. I'll like him forever because he won the Eagles a Super Bowl. I'm ready. Right, they're only one. I know now. <laughs> All right, Natalie, hit us. If, if you get this right away, I get the right to do another question. <laughs> okay, all right. Make it hard, then. Who was an all-star in baseball and a Pro Bowl running back? Oh. Go ahead. Bo Jackson. <laughs> all right, pick one more. This is it, though, whether he gets it right away or not. Who? Bo Jackson. His hip injury was the same as Tua's hip injury, but decades removed – that's the change in medicine didn't end to his career. Right. Uh, yeah. It's crazy to think about what Bo Jackson could like, have been. Doc Moyer explained that to my class. Yeah. He came disgusting. In and and it, the femur breaking out the back of the pelvis. Yeah. Awesome. Like that's fantastic. He's like that. He's like, it normally only happens in car accidents, you know? Oh God, that's gross. Yes. So gross. But all right, Natalie, you got one. All right. Yep. All right. Last one. Who was the punky quarterback? Oh. All right. Um, I don't know, but is it Jim McMahon? Yes. All right. Chicago Bears. I think when I answered that, I called him Vince McMahon, the, the wrestling guy. <laughs> yes, and yes. she's like, well, you're sort of right. <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry, McMahon, throwing me off. Jim Didn't McMahon. did Jim McMahon go to BYU? BYU. Which crazy upset like when that, you're like yeah. looking back like crazy have, to think about that. that one yeah all right well natalie thank you for joining us yeah, for our you. super bowl preview and and celebrating our 12th anniversary and thank you to justin for being here uh as his anxiety boils over oh, and his uh i said mental earlier, stability like, falls it, off it may just be like a therapy session and and i uh Slippery slope of this fandom taking over. And now that this part is over, he can just go home for the next uh, 27 hours until kickoff (laughs) and just uh, rethink his life as uh, we get closer and closer to the Eagles in Super Bowl 57 facing Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Chad Henney's Kansas City Chiefs. We will absolutely make an effort to get Chad back on the show this spring. I'm meeting a multimillionaire. (laughs) Uh, Chad has not been with us on this show in person for four years now. Uh, he has not been in person with on us on any of our shows in three years, which you weren't even here for the last right. time. Uh, and we haven't talked to him on this show in over two years now. His last appearance was the call in, which um, amazing has been talked about on a bunch of news channels around here a bunch recently. Uh, he called in right this. after the Cleveland Browns game um, with the Chiefs two years ago. So uh, we didn't couldn't get him on the show last year. We're gonna try our, our make our best efforts to get him back on here in person to discuss his uh, career to date and this season that could or maybe end up with the second Super Bowl ring for him. Uh, we will see, but I think that's about it. Um, any shout outs from you? Um, my sister's birthday is coming week, so yes, happy 
early birthday to Andrea and happy early birthday to the one and only man, the myth, the legend, our resident Patriots fan, Uncle Rich. I believe the same day, correct? I think uh, 15th. 15th, yeah. yeah <laughs> Natalie boos, and yet she's the one that has a pink bear, pink bear with the Patriots logo on it. I don't. You gave that uh, to me. No, Joey did not give that to you. Who do you I can't think believe gave you that bought to you? that for your daughter. Who do you think gave that to you? Well, if it wasn't Uncle Rich and Aunt Diane, it was one of the other uh, cousins. Coming from uh, New England. Yeah, from from that area. It may have been Uncle Rich and Aunt Diane. Um, You're the one who has the Patriots mini helmet. That is for show purposes so that we can show, as is evident on the table, who is playing in playoff games and the Super Bowl. And the collection is growing because my goal is to get all 32, but they need to make the playoffs. And there's just a few teams that haven't done that. Um, but I do. I am a huge fan of the Lions, so I already have the Lions. Jag- I, had to, I was preparing you for need next to get year. A Jaguars helmet. I do helmet. need a Jaguars helmet. I don't have a Vikings helmet. That I one don't that have a Giant. Gold. <laughs> and then I'll get Chad to sign it because he got yeah. to wear those. Yeah. So, All right. Well, that's it for our Super Bowl episode and our 12th anniversary show, episode 370 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Hope everyone enjoyed it. We will be back again at our normal day and time next Sunday at 8.30 to recap Super Bowl 57. And uh. Justin will be very happy or very sad. So, And already looking forward to the 2023 season. Uh, but before that, we'll have free agency, the draft, schedule release, and my trip to Canton, Ohio for Zach Thomas's Hall of Fame induction. So that's it for us. Thanks for joining. We'll be back again in eight days. And until next time, go birds, go Chiefs. KC, KC, KC. Thank you, Natalie. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>